It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. It's Dick Toledo, and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, right within the 98kupd app, and at podcastone.com. So thanks for enjoying the podcasting content, and today it's brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at ChapmanDodge.com because, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, the thing a lot of us really want to do is get away, far away, to where all the people are not. And I know personally working with a Jeep lover for 20 years that the one thing that can get you there, the off-road machine, a Jeep. And at Chapman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, you can save big on the rolling definition of go big or go home during Jeep Adventure Days happening now. Visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more and enjoy today's podcasting content. Rock Wars, the wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Got Brett Vesley sitting in the chair. We got Big Dick Toledo doing whatever he does, hanging around here in another perfect morning to start your day. Absolutely glorious out there. Hop out in it. Just sit outside. Do that thing that people always say on HGTV when they look at houses on those things. I could see myself. Getting out on this patio in the sunrise and having a glass of coffee or a cup. Patios and, oh, and, and never porches are, are big. Never, ever happens. My it's dad, on every episode. And I remember the first time I ever heard it was my dad looked at a house I was going to buy up in McDowell Mountain Ranch. And he goes, wow, you could really get out on this patio at night when the sun's setting and have a glass of wine. And I'm like, hi, my name's John. Have we met? When is the last time you thought I'm like, well, it's time for another glass of vino out on the porch for johnny it's like i don't drink wine dad yeah but on this porch i'm like you're an idiot especially the ones on the roof oh the, yeah the, oh my god you That's take all the people stairs uh, sometimes you have the houses that have the outside the outside yeah. staircase up there you're yeah. thinking oh this is great yeah nobody ever says what they really will do in the house when they buy it's like wow this bathroom's huge i can really see myself uh taking a huge trying to jerk off before you come home <laughs> well, it's a great bathroom no, well, always, you have your priorities. Yeah. I, I have <laughs> yeah. mine. You go in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm checking the plumbing in the kitchen. Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's it. But we could sit on the patio and have coffee every morning. I'm like, that will never happen. I don't know why we get so weird about looking at play. But on a morning like this, eh, maybe you should do that. Pop out there and just absorb the sunrise, this weirdo. Is, this is why we bought this place. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as I thought. And you can't do that every day. But I've done it once in my life. I've gone out on the patio. And had, I don't drink coffee, 
But uh, in Sedona once, I woke up before the sun came up. It was at a beautiful resort. Megan was asleep, went out on the patio, go out on this thing, and I'm like, this is fantastic. Had a glass of water provided by the beautiful La Verge Resort, and I'm sitting on my patio watching the sun creep up over the, and I took a sip of the water, and I'm like, water tastes funny. Just sun creeps up over what I call Darth Vader, as it looks like Lucy from the Peanuts sits yeah. on the, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, this is amazing. Took another sip of the water and thought, Ugh, something's really wrong with this water. And I looked and realized that it wasn't water I had brought in. There was a water on the patio already that they hadn't cleaned up from the, whoever was there before. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a cigar in the bottom. <laughs> it was horrible. I sucked down some cigar juice. <laughs> but that's how powerful the yeah. sun like rising the dudes, was. It, was. it was one of those like skinny it wasn't a full cigar, like a big, thick, good one. It, it was the just, nub? Well, it was the nub, but it was the tiny ones. The so little Swisher Sweets. Not a Swisher Sweets small, but it was thin. It might have been a Tipperillo. <laughs> but it was just enough that I didn't, because there's the... Or was it a more 100? Uh, again, don't know. Might have been, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> those, that's those old brown cigarettes. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. No, this was a real cigar, <laughs> and it was smoked down to like the... But it was in the water bottle, and I thought I'd grab the one next to the bed, and I went out, and I'm... I just reached because it was beautiful. Sedona will hypnotize you, and I just reached and grabbed that thing. And I mean, I was sick to my. Did you like stomach. some more Macanudo water? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> and if you've ever like poured ashes into water from an ashtray, stirred it up, and then put the butt in there, and Sedona and uh, Labares, their water bottles were wrapped completely with the logo, so I didn't see in the bottom of the thing. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. But you know, what are you going to do? And uh, yeah, that was my only time I've ever gone. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit outside and enjoy the sunrise. And I sucked down some hey, old man's cig- water. Yeah, so yeah, well, it was provided. I thought for sure maybe they were like, well, everybody's doing it. And I was the only person out there, too. There were some people walking around by the creek, but sun coming up. It was gorgeous. And there I am drinking an ashtray. God damn it. I'm sick all day long. And, all, and it ruins your whole day. All I want to do, I'm going to go down and talk to these people. I mean, they have a cleaning crew that needs to come in here and make sure that all that stuff's gone. And, of course, Megan's words of wisdom. You didn't notice that there was a cigar in the water? That's beside the point. <laughs> it's not my job to look in the water for cigar butts. Well, I think you'd have noticed something in there. Well, you're right. How many sips did you take? Two. You didn't notice? Shut up. We're going to the management. <laughs> I didn't because I felt stupid. But So, yeah, always look at the drink you have, give it a peek, and then go out and look at that beautiful sunrise as it... Heads over our beautiful Superstition Mountains in the East Valley. <laughs> Sit on your patio and enjoy this glorious weather. Otherwise, I mean, it is a great morning. I mean, uh, my theories on the awful Lamar Jackson couldn't be more real. Every time he plays a good team, I've been screaming it from the rooftops. I'm like, he's so overblown by the media. He Not beats, being afraid of him. He beats bad teams, but when a good team gets hold of him, he can't throw his way to victory. He's got to learn it. He still might. He looks like he just gets so... Jacked up. He's terrible at throwing a football accurately yeah. against a good defense. He just is. And teams that can beat him will run all over their defense. And I don't know what you do about the Chiefs. There's a certain And there point. are a couple of drops, too. Ah, bah. Those were – they had to dive for him. The one that in the end zone, was, Andrews had to turn and he you know lands on his back. That ball's going to bounce out of a 280-pound man's hand. It's just – he's just not that accurate when he needs to be. And if you can keep them from running all over you, you're going to beat him. The MVP had like 80 yards passing because he couldn't, not because it wasn't there, but he couldn't. I love I, – I don't A, I don't like running quarterbacks that much. The, the game bores me 
when I see a guy just – I used to hate that when I'd play, like, even park football. When the one dude who, I'm a quarterback, like, all right, and you'd run patterns and he'd just take off running. And that would be the rules. Like, all right, no QB runs for Mississippi, but you can't run as a quarterback because it just, we're wasting our time here if all you're going to do is hold the ball constantly. It's ball hogging. And I get that it's effective, but for the most part, it's boring football to me. I don't like it. I like it when it's, I don't like planned runs like that. But uh, yeah, Jackson, I don't like. His style. I hate the Ravens beyond belief. But there is a certain point where you look and you're that just like. That does add to it. Yeah. Well, no. I hate 31 football teams. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this. It's getting harder and harder to hate that Chiefs team. They're, they're just. There's a, there's a moment you just look and go, they're playing a different game than everybody They're clicking. Else. You're just tip your cap to whatever's going on there and go, I don't, I don't recognize anything. But I'll tell you, Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator, is going to have a job uh, the day after the Super Bowl if the Chiefs are in it or whenever the Chiefs are eliminated from this season. Because that dude has done amazing stuff with Andy Reid's team. Now that's that that is an offense you just don't recognize. Like, but how many horses can they have? They're, they're it loaded. seemed like they definitely responded the night. You know, I mean, they showed him yelling at the offense the next drive. Oh, the enemy's come out. nuts. Yeah. yeah, he's he's well, he's really animated. But I just I don't know how you look at that as a football fan of any team. And I know you got you know all the people with the Raiders and the Chargers and in that division, and you're thinking to yourself, ah, hate the Chiefs, but. There, there are times when you just look and go, they're that good. And they're not the Patriots, which is helpful, I think, to see domination oh, that yeah. isn't New England. Yeah. And these guys are really good football teams. So uh, it was fun to watch last night. But, yeah, watching 31 awful uh, football teams a weekend and laughing at their problems, uh, like not necessarily serious injuries, but giggling when a guy limps off because it's like, I don't care about your team at all. I hate 31 football teams. Some I hate more than others, but I don't like any of them. So watching the Ravens just absolutely the bed last night was it was just happy. I was texting with my buddy Chris, who's a Steelers fan. We're going back from like this is a good night. This feels like the team we like won. Like this this is as euphoric watching them lose as it is to watch the Steelers win. I, I enjoy that. In prime so, time, watching your rival get prime time stomped. It's like gape videos on Pornhub. It's you know it's just the damage was there, and at the end you get to see it. The press conference with Harbaugh and Corky Jackson, as I like to call him, because I don't think he's all there. The reason he, you know, he did they talk to Wink Martindale? No, they did not talk to Wink. You love that. Yeah, it's not the host you think. You're the only one that remembers that. Wink Martindale. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a tough one, but Brady's he's still alive. I never know. Wink's still around. Is he really? I think so. Yeah, might look it up, but I haven't heard if he's passed. I think we would have. Yeah, Wink Martindale's Tic Tac Doe. He was a game show host when Brady was in his 30s. But, uh, yeah, watching John Harbaugh on that. It is. It's the end of the gape video. It's uh, it's the cream pie to the rest of the night is that I get to watch Harbaugh and Jackson do press conferences. Sad pre- There's nothing better than sad Ravens. And I know Cardinal fans can relate. There's nothing better than sad 49ers or sad Seahawks. Kyler Murray's got a little bit of that going when things don't go his I way. I love it. I love not it. Quite, not quite as it. bad as Lamar did last I night. Love but I love watching sad rivals. We really got to get back to the drawing board. I just didn't play good enough. I have to get better. And he had, uh, Lamar Jackson had a Flavor Flav Ravens medallion on last night. That's what I don't understand. When you lose and you go out with bling. Take off the like, I think I think if I, if I lose a game on primetime TV, I'm going to wander in there in a gray T-shirt that just says property of Ravens. And, and I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not in it for the fashion anymore. And they get, you know, they get all over that. Uh, I forget who the guy was on uh, the Chicago radio host that just got canned for saying that girl looked like. 
All they do is talk An about ADM. their clothes. I was watching yesterday a little Arizona. bit of the pregame. They they were making fun of uh, I think it was Damian Woody. I don't remember who the guy was. They're making fun of his shoes. Uh, they, all the guys on the on the panel were joking about each other's clothes, and I'm like, the girls have to get used to this because they're talking about, man, you look, you know, you look great, but the tennis shoes, and you you know, you got the look now, and it's like, well, they're talking about fashion, but then at the end of press, you know, Cam, Newton, they didn't tell him they got. They got an award for biggest wang. Yeah, well, they would have. <laughs> That's kind of what he said. No, he said she got an A. She should be like presenting, presenting at the ADS. He didn't say anything about her wang. <laughs> I would have liked that. It, <laughs> it would have been great if a guy in Chicago just went on TV. You know what I noticed last night? That female sideline reporter's giant wang in that tight dress. <laughs> Marsha Taylor, yeah, wow. I mean, wow. That is a wang on a woman right there. Calls? Uh, call us up right now. 312. What did you think of her wang? Screw the game. But, yeah, so uh, I, I like watching that. But I just don't think that I could do that. Like, Because you always used to see, uh, well, I mean, still do, Cam Newton after a loss going out in that children's Oshkosh Bagosh suit that he puts on, that matching lederhosen. Fashion. But it's, with yeah. The, with the giant uh, Yankee Doodle dandy feather in yeah, it. Yeah, I don't mind a suit. I just don't mind the basics. But when you're trying to make a statement after a loss, it just it falls flat. And watching – uh, Corky Jackson last night in his press conference wearing that giant medallion. It was all for show. And then you're like, I know it's all about you, and I don't know that you can take a team to the next level when that's important to you. And then uh, Mahomes, as casual as can be. Mahomes, I love how he walks back to a huddle. It's like he's speed walking. Yeah. He doesn't oh, yeah. walk like a human being. He walks like a 65-year-old woman at a mall at 5 in the morning. <laughs> and I realize my, uh, my hatred uh, – for other football teams may be unhealthy uh, to a degree that, well, at least affecting my life. Yeah, we've had another uh, uh, incident here in the building with the COVID. So uh, the tests are starting to float around again. And uh, I happen to be in contact with the person that had it. So I'm like, I got to get tested. I was going to drive all the way out to my Dr. Nancy, uh, who does the test real quick. And but spot. I couldn't. Yeah, I'm just like, look, right across the street, they're doing at Honor Health, they're doing them. I'll get the test there. I got the nose test yesterday. Statue so. of Liberty's holding a sign, COVID testing. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked that. A Mexican, <laughs> a Mexican man dressed as the Statue of Liberty. What are that's, they? A, test that's a test you can trust. <laughs> get your COVID test, Holmes. You don't want to die from this, man. What are they? Bring me your sick, your COVID, your poor, your Mexicans. It doesn't say that. Shut up, man. Swab for free. This nation was built on immigrants so we could come here dressed like a woman and tell you where the testing is and taxes. There's nothing better than a grown 50-year-old man dressed as a Statue of Liberty. Anyway, besides that. So I go in there, and I, I'm getting the test and stuff, and, the guy, and I had my uh, Pittsburgh Steelers T-shirt on. You know, it's Victory Monday, Brady. Right. So I had my T-shirt on. I'm sitting there, and a guy comes in. He goes, hello, how are you? It's some weird, crazy accent. I'm like, I'm good. He goes, uh, he told me his name. I don't know. My name is Martin Wiglaglato, and I am your doctor today. I'm like, that's fantastic. And he goes, Steelers fan, huh? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's a solid football team. I give credit where credit is due. Like, thank you. I am a Browns fan. And I, I'm not kidding. Sorry, gotta the go. The second it happened, my hands hit the side of the chair and I started to get up. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. And I even said, I can't trust a doctor who's a Browns fan. You make bad decisions. Dr. Nancy isn't that far away after <laughs> yeah, all Dr. that. Dr. Nancy's huh? up there at McDowell Mountain. I'm like, I'm going to make the trip. Because <laughs> all I thought was, you are a Browns fan. How in the world can you decide what's good and bad in someone else's life if this is the life you've chosen for yourself? A good doctor is not a Browns fan. Just can't happen. If your team's had more than five top five picks in the last decade, 
You either lose your doctrine license or you have to switch teams. I am a Browns fan. I'm like, I don't care for you to come in and analyze anything I've got. I'm a better doctor than you, too. I guarantee it. I know already I'm smarter than you. 100% across the board. <laughs> there is no – like, if this was an IQ test, it starts with I'm a Browns fan and I'm not. It doesn't matter who you support. I'm just not. There's no way you're a doctor. No, you, That's uh, what you're saying? I questioned his matchbook degree. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> Where in Haiti did you go to school, I wanted to ask. Where in the Dominican Republic did they give you your fake doctor's license? So, yeah, it was uh, – I realized that my bigotry is entering into life. But then you understood much. that one of the better places around in the medical world. Nope. Don't say anything about it. Well, Ohio. no. Well, go ahead. The Cleveland Clinic. Fantastic. On a quality – You think that in all the major metropolitan Clinic. areas in America – doesn't have like some sort of good hospital. Not like the Cleveland Clinic. No, you're just an Ohio apologist. <laughs> Brady, it's time that you just recognize what a dump that state actually is. You've got, don't say it's got nice. That hurts you, I know. But I'm an Indiana guy. You moved. There's not a square foot of Indiana that's worth a, a anything. It's awful there. Ohio's not that way. Ohio is exactly the same as Indiana. It looks the same. It smells the same. It's got a couple bigger cities. Those cities are worthless. Put it this way. Columbus, we all moved. I'll tell you this. Columbus is the nicest of them. Your little bubble is a very nice pocket, but it's still in Ohio. That state's awful. And, and you know why? It's because the people won't let go that Cleveland stinks. Because it stinks. It sucks there. You tried to sell me Toledo for a while. I finally think I talked you out of that. I would never sell you Toledo. You tried to sell me Toledo. Come on. When I came back and said it's the Algonquin word for lack of the color blue because it's gray there Rolf everywhere. Sandberg that yeah. Lives in t- <laughs> yeah, and Rolf Sandberg. And Ottawa Hills. Rolf Sandberg is wrong about how to spend life. Now, Ohio sucks. I hate to break it to you, but Ohio is West Virginia with some a little educated. Less mountains. It. It's a little flatter. It's flatter and less mountains. The elementary school. Is there a mountain? Yeah. yeah. In in uh, Ohio? Yeah. Not really. No. Cleveland. <laughs> the Cleveland Clinic. Stop it. He's a Browns fan. Cincinnati Mount Adams? Yeah, he's hanging on to it. That's Kentucky. Cincinnati keeps yeah, don't I don't even lump I don't even give Ohio Cincinnati. That's a that's a Kentucky bleed over. That's you're like not, you're that's not like wrong. Kentucky's herpes got on Ohio. I never set foot in Kentucky, but went oh, to Cincinnati a few times. Don't. Don't. Unless you like being stared at by one good eye. <laughs> don't go to Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky spilled some Cincinnati into Ohio and made a, a kind of a putrid herpy mess. Isn't it the other way around? Cincinnati spilled over no, into no, Kentucky? No, no, Cincinnati. And then since the Ohio's are like, we'll make this all right. Kentucky infected it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an infection that's spreading and it's, <laughs> it's disgusting. So I can cross Ohio off my must-see list. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to Ohio, see. Ohio, Arkansas. Arkansas is the awful. Heart of West it all, Virginia, Brett. Indiana. The way yeah. he feels let me about tell you Ohio, this. I feel That's about That's a good Arkansas. point. The heart of it all. You see a beautiful woman. What's the one thing you don't want to do? Open her up and take a look at her heart. <laughs> it's disgusting. Just know it's there and leave it alone. It's 
gross. And I know Brady wants to defend my Cleveland Browns doctor with a Cleveland clinic. The guy didn't even attend. He didn't even attend. You just put him there for no reason. He still makes decisions as I'm a Browns fan. Which means in an operating room, he'd be like, I'm going to use a butter knife because everything I do is inept. Scalpel, sir. Scalpel. Nah, nah, nah. Butter knife. I like things to be difficult and useless. This is a COVID test. What's with the knife? Why are you doing this? What is that? Is that like a, it's one of those joke cotton swabs? I, that's my first nasal test. That was interesting. That's oh, you a doozy. Have, I haven't that done that. It's it's uh, not it's, that bad. No, it's, it's fun poking your brain stem. I, what I didn't know is they leave it in there for so long. Yeah, I thought they just went whoop whoop, but they leave it in there. And you know what? My first do the twirl. Uh, well, at the end, she just jiggled it and slowly oh. drug it out of my nose. <laughs> the good news is I can shove my finger pretty much into that hole. I have a huge nose, so my finger I can get. This is something I can you get practice? my yeah, because I, I get like dry nostrils, so I get like a scab on the inside of my nose sometimes when it's oh. really bad. And I'll get it. Yeah, Brett, I'll get in there <laughs> and I'll get way up into that. Get the thing. camera out, Brett. Can, You're back. <laughs> push back into where that hole starts because my nose is basically not attached, so I can maneuver it over and get my finger into that hole. You want to see it? Brett does. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I got to lube it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't don't do it. Ready? (laughs) Oh, it's pretty deep. Oh, it's going to come out with blood. There's a little blood on it. Yeah. (laughs) Sure enough. That's two knuckles into a nostril. It feels nice. It opened up. That opened up nice. Impressive. Thank you. I'm from Cleveland. It's the type of skills you get when that's you good to come see, out of a doctor. That's what, that's what my doctor taught me yesterday. You do this? Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. I get most of my finger up my nose. Okay, Dr. Cleveland. But yeah, I was going to leave uh, as a Browns fan. But here's the thing. Bigotry entered my day huge yesterday. So uh, initially I get, the, I get the info from the guy who's got the COVID here in the building. He's like, we had lunch last week. You might want to get it. I'm like, I'm already on my way. And he goes, they have free testing at the Fries on 19th Avenue and uh, Glendale. And I'm like, okay. So I, yeah, and I drove over there, and there's just a line of people with COVID in the parking right. lot at Fry's. I'm like, I'm not standing in that. So then I went down and I uh, Googled uh, that there, uh, Megan's like, there's another place up here on 19th that uh, is a, a Honor Health or a, one of the medical places. And I'm like, okay, we'll try that. And I went and stood in there, and the guy next to me is just like, his eyes are weeping. And he's going, <coughs> I'm like, I'm not staying no here. Way. This is West Side Trouble. I'm getting out of here. You're on an you avenue. Got you got to expect that. I was in the avenues. I'm like, if I didn't have it, I do now because Darth Vader over here has got a respiratory problem. <laughs> so I go home and I've got, I'm, I'm having a fence put in uh, an area of the backyard and they were digging and they hit uh, a water thing. Oil. Well, they struck. They struck gold. Texas tea. It, it was in a weird spot. So I get a call on my way home. Oh, we got the. We got to get a plumber. I'm like, do it. You guys broke it. You fix it. So I go in the back and I see all the guys back there working, and uh, and I don't. I assumed through bigotry that none of them spoke English. <laughs> so I'm just giving them like ah, hola, hola. I'm giving them the olas, and the one guy goes, hey, and I'm like, yeah, you gonna talk about this on the radio tomorrow? And I'm like, all. Oh, day and he goes all right <laughs> i'm like i didn't know you could i didn't know you were a human i thought for sure you were anyway i'm sorry i i i treated you terribly i treated you terribly without you even knowing it well i mean he's standing there in an orange shirt with a shovel i mean i'm white my expectations are that he doesn't speak the language was he wearing green jeans too yeah 
He's wearing the attire of a guy who digs trenches. And man, what a trench digger. In like five minutes, all the way around the yard to put this crazy. Like, it was incredible. But yeah, I felt really bad. And I'm like, I got to stop being so bigoted. Then I run over and I realize where my real bigotry lives is in the world of sports because I was about to leave a learned man's office for saying I'm a Browns fan because that was the worst thing he could have said to me. That's the first time I think I've ever understood how a true racist feels. Like, I don't want anything to do with you yeah. because of you. Like, I can understand joking and bigotry and, like, racial <laughs> stuff. That's funny because I think it's funnier for the white people. I like when people of other cultures make fun of whitey because I find it to be hilarious. Uh, but when he said Browns fan, I that's the closest I've ever felt to being a Klan member in my life. I hated him for a second. <laughs> Pleasant man. Could never be friends with him. Couldn't do it. I would never want to do stuff. Because you know why? We'd go to dinner as a friend, Browns fan, me and this doctor, and be like, let's go over and we'd grab steaks. And he'd order like uh, something wrong at the steakhouse. He'd get like a salad. And I'd be like, is every decision you make wrong? And then we'd fight. Like I just don't, don't want to be friends with any Browns fans. They're all a little bit dopey. So are there bad salads or they're just all the wrong thing to order? Go to a steakhouse and get a salad. Why did we go to a steakhouse? Let's right. go somewhere else. Why am I just I really sp- like the wedge. Why am I spending 89 bucks on a head of lettuce and some ranch dressing? <laughs> Idiot. Browns fan. You know, get, even having the fish is like, all right, I get it. But you, you had a choice in where we were going. Why did you agree to this? We'll go to a steakhouse so you can order the grapefruit and sugar. Why? Anyway, I know this bothers you, Brady. You're still it's relieving when you're on a date. And your date, you go to steakhouse and your date. Not for her. Salad. That's a test for you. Yeah. I don't think you ever realize that. Well, you, you don't want the sixty nine er. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. The reason I'm eating salad is because I do. I'm want sorry, that. the ninety six er. That's just us back to back. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I like a girl that orders a salad because that means sex is in play. If a girl gets a steak, she's basically telling you, we're not doing anything later. I'm bloating up. I'm getting bloated. I'm and carnivore. I'm, I'm bloating on your dime, and you're not getting a kiss because I'm going to have meat between my teeth. So you just wasted 150 bucks at steak 44 on a girl who loves to eat. Yeah, that's a test. girl who keeps it light, she gets a little fish, some, maybe some broccoli, and just goes, oh, I couldn't possibly. That means she might be into you. That this date still has hope. Even your wife. Your wife will do that. If your wife gets, like, more bread to the table, you're done. That night's over. That's over. <laughs> She's going to bloat. And you just sit there and go, it's on my dime. She's bloating on my dime. You've been eating bread for 14 yeah, years. Your fourth piece of bread. <laughs> Ronnie's eating a lot of bread. <laughs> she has bread at the bedside table. You have water. She's got a, a loaf of wonder. What's with the loaf? <laughs> you never know when you're going to get Randy. Oh, bloating up. Got to bloat up. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800, a good one, uh, and we'll plop it on the action uh, Ride Sox board, and then we'll see what we got here for uh, Brett's job security. Uh, give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. 
That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.